Hello, and welcome to this week's episode of the Plant-Based Mom Podcast. I am your host, Emily Wood, and thank you so much for joining me this week. So in this week's episode, I spoke with Jen Hansard, who is the founder of Simple Green Smoothies, which is the number one green smoothie online resource with one simple message. Drink one green smoothie a day. And I know that's how I start my morning every day is with a green smoothie. And ever since I started doing that, I know that I felt more energized and just really ready to take on the day as opposed to having something maybe that wasn't as good for my body and set more of a negative tone for the day. But we talked about something in this interview that I wanted to touch on real quick before I shared the rest of the interview with you guys. And that is, we talked a little bit about restriction and listening to your body. So in this culture that we live in, that's surrounded by quick fixes and fad diets, there is very much this restrictive mentality going on about what foods we need to avoid, what we shouldn't be doing, what we have to do. And that's why a lot of what we try as women trying to get healthier, maybe lose the weight hasn't been sustainable for us because when you have that restrictive mindset, it's just not a permanent solution to what we're trying to achieve. And within all this restriction that we're focusing on, we get really out of tune with our natural hunger and satiety cues. So we really just stop listening to our body or we just we don't even know what it's telling us anymore because of our mindset and we've just confused our body in general with all these things that we've tried that maybe aren't even natural. So when we make a shift to a more plant-based lifestyle, when you incorporate the food and then the other aspects of this lifestyle, you really start to become more in tune with your body. You get out of this restrictive mindset and you start to establish these changes that are sustainable and that stick with you for the rest of your life. But speaking about that a little bit is that even within the plant-based diet world, there still is a heavy emphasis on restriction. And I think a lot of people come into this thinking that it has to be this all or nothing thing. And it's really important to come up with a customized approach for you, taking a look at things and and establishing, all right, well, what is going to work best for me at this time to help me achieve my goals? So when you come at it like that, it's more of a positive outlook and an inclusive approach. What, What should I be doing that gets me to where I need to go? Instead of coming at it like, okay, well, I can't do this anymore and I can't do this anymore and I need to avoid these things. And and it, it, it's just, it's really a mindset shift. And as I mentioned, coming up with that customized approach that best, best fits you for where you are in your life. So I wanted to touch on that a little bit. There's definitely a ton more I can say about that. And I do touch on a lot of this stuff in my free Facebook group, Plant-Based Superpower Mom. So if you haven't yet requested to join that group, be sure that you do. And on top of that, it's just really crucial to have that ongoing support and accountability while you're making this transition to your plant-based journey just because we really are the minority when we're talking about a more plant-based lifestyle and it can get discouraging if you're not surrounded by that constant support. 
So once again, my free Facebook group is Plant-Based Superpower Mom. Just request to join. I'd love to have you. And with that, I'd like to dive right into this week's interview with Jen Hansard. Thanks again for listening. Hey, Jen, thank you so much for being with us today. Thank you for having me, Emily. Of course. So <laughs> um, I don't even know you, but I feel like I already know you from just our brief conversation before this interview. But um, you are just so relatable, so down to earth. And even your emails, you're just you're just you. And I just love that so much. Um, so that's why I reached out to you. And I'm like, I would love for you to be on my podcast. <laughs> well, thank you. I mean, it's I love getting invited to do cool stuff like this. So cool. I'm glad you thought of me. Absolutely. So I'd love for you to share a little bit with us about what your diet and lifestyle looked like before you discovered green smoothies and just a healthier way of living. Yeah. So before simple green smoothies, I pretty much ate, we call it the standard American diet. And um, it was filled with, let's see, I would start the day, usually a bagel, bagel and cream cheese was pretty standard. Always had a cup of coffee, if not two. And then later in the day, there'd be a third cup at Starbucks. So I was really big on the coffee. Um, and I would just do black coffee, but I loved my cream too. So it was, but no sugar. Um, lunch, grilled cheese sandwiches, lots of bean and cheese burritos, cheese pizza. What's funny is I, I was a vegetarian and I had been since I was 16 years old. And it was something that the reason why I gave up meat was because I never liked the way my mom cooked meat. It wasn't that I had any like ethical reason at that point for not doing it. Um, but really I was just trying to get out of eating the dry pork chops at dinner. And the only way to do that was to like, tell my mom, I'm sorry, mom, I'm a vegetarian now. I cannot eat this food. <laughs> and so what's funny is my sister did it too. So both of us were united on this like approach of like, we're not, we're going to become vegetarian. So we don't have to eat a certain part of the meal that we don't like. And then over time, it's kind of evolved into where I really felt better when I wasn't eating meat. And um, that was for probably 16 to 22. I felt pretty good that way, eating my bean and cheese burritos, Lucky Charms cereal. Like there's, there's ways to be vegetarian where you, it's quick and convenient and you feel like you're making the right choice. But eventually that caught up with me. And so right before I learned about plant-based eating, I was at, I would say the pinnacle of really being malnourished where um, all of these empty calories that I was eating for these quick convenient meals where it's like fortified with nutrients weren't actually getting in my body. And I was so tired. I was, I mean, I, it was quite pathetic. I mean, my husband was the one who was getting the kids up in the morning and feeding them breakfast because I was dragging so bad. And it wasn't until I'd have coffee in my body that I could even really like get moving for the day. And so that's when I realized something had to change. Like this wasn't working. Like the way I was living was not giving me the body, the person who I wanted to be. And so I started looking into options and that's where I learned about green smoothies. Mm -hmm. And that's my question because the question that comes to mind all the time to me um, is, you know, why green smoothies? So how were you introduced and, and why is this something you decided to just run with? Yeah. Well, and I think for most moms, me being tired and exhausted and just a little overweight was not enough reason for me to change my diet. It got me thinking about it and realizing that something was off. I should really do something about it. But what 
actually was the catalyst to make the change was my kids. And we were, they were one and a half and three at the time. And we had no health insurance. We had just moved across the country for my husband's job. And we were on unemployment. We were getting WIC grocery money to help us get by because things were really tight. And it was then where we ran out of the health insurance. And I was like, if we get sick, we can't afford to go to the doctor. And when they're one and three, they're always getting colds. Like that's the age where it starts picking up and they're around other kids who are slobbering all over the toys and then they share the slobber and it just mm -hmm. spreads that way. And so we, we were used to that cycle of the kids would get a cough, it turned into a cold, and then sometimes it would turn into an ear infection. And it was this cycle of antibiotics and being sick and it get expensive and we couldn't afford that anymore. And so I needed to find a way to boost their immune system so that they weren't even getting sick in the first place. And that's what, that was the quest for me. Like that was, was so on my heart. I was like, I have to break this cycle for them because it's going to put us under. If we all start getting sick, we can't afford it. And so I Googled how to boost your immune system. And eventually I came across, well, of course I came across the standard ones where it's like, take all these vitamins and they're all expensive. And I'm like, well, I'm not going to, I can't do that either. Um, but I found green smoothies. And at first I was like, that is nothing I'm interested in. One, it's green. I don't, I was a vegetarian who did not eat salads. I, I would buy, okay. I remember at a mom's group, all of them would talk about their spinach salads and they look so good. And I was like, oh, I wish I liked spinach. And so I'd go to the grocery store, buy a bag of spinach and it would like sit in my fridge for like a week and a half because I didn't know what to do with it. I'd stare at it. I'm like, what is this thing? Like, it's going to be gross. I'm not even going to do it. And then I'd throw it in the trash. And I, I did that probably five or six times over the course of like a year or so. And so this green smoothie thing was like, is this going to be like that spinach ordeal again? But, um, so it kind of planted the seed and about a week or two later, my friend who was in Los Angeles, she was talking, I was talking on the phone with her and we're talking about how she was losing weight. And she's like, I'm feeling really good right now. And I'm like, well, what's your secret? What are you doing? And she said, green smoothies. And that's when like the two worlds kind of collided. And it's sometimes that just happens, you know, it's like, it's something small on your end, but then someone confirms it for you in a different way. Mm -hmm. And you just feel like, okay, this is meant to be, let's go for it. And so I asked her, what kind of smoothie is it? Give me the exact measurements. Like if you, it has to taste good. And she's like, I promise you it tastes good, Jen. And so I went to the store with the kids. We bought the ingredients. We went home, we blended it together. And I remember putting it in sippy cups for the kids and trying to hide the color in the chunks. And they drank it down so happily. And I loved mine too. And that's really that switch that happened when that nasty bag of spinach actually turned into something that was delicious. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And I usually, I'm really into green smoothies too. I have one every morning just because it makes me feel fantastic and they're delicious. But I usually tell people to start with spinach because I feel like that's the mildest green. I don't know. Do you agree with that? Oh, absolutely. Like you can even put spinach in hot chocolate and it'll still taste just like hot chocolate. Oh, like wow. it is. It I, and I do that. Like you can make your own that way. And so just know like spinach can really blend into anything without you even noticing it. Mm -hmm. And it's funny because I do kale a lot in my smoothies now and my oldest son. So I make really big smoothies and because mo most of the time I'll save the other half for the next day, which I know they're always better fresh, but, um, and I'll catch him on the couch sometimes with my giant mason jar with a huge straw and it just like sucking down a kale smoothie. I'm like, okay, buddy, 
you know, he's five and he loves it. So it, it makes me happy. <laughs> oh yeah. That's a huge mom win. You know, like I would never have done that as a kid, you know, like growing up, it's so different now. And what, if we expose our kids early enough or make it like fun enough to, or tasty enough, like they're on board. Mm-hmm. Like we, I just feel like we're going to make superhumans in the next 20 years. Like with the way that they're eating and like doing things now, like it's so much better. Like I was eating like canned Chef Boyardee when I was like my kid's age. Yeah. Oh yeah. Me too. So how did, okay. So you adopted, you started drinking green smoothies, kind of yeah. getting into healthier eating. So how did your life start to change? Yeah. So it it was literally a ripple effect. I didn't want to go hardcore and like jump in all the way to anything because I did not have the bandwidth. I didn't have the money. Like I just did the green smoothie. Like that was the only thing I felt like I could control at that point. Um, we didn't have much money. So we're still doing $5 pizzas for dinner and just sharing a pizza. But if every day we drink a green smoothie, I considered that a huge win. And that was about probably a year and a half of just making that change. Um, every once in a while we would crave something healthy. Um, so I learned to make kale chips and that was so crazy to me that my kids would like fight with me over kale chips because we (laughs) all love them. And I was like, what is this? And then we'd smile and laugh at our teeth because it's just so disgusting. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But it was kind of like this ripple effect. And then I, I eventually, like we started getting in a place where we had a little more funds and I was like, okay, I can really start investing in my health now. And so exploring more plants and how to take them from just a smoothie to put them into meals and recipes. And so I remember even learned like cauliflower mac and cheese. Things like that, where it's like foods that I already knew I liked, but like adding in some more plants to it to just see if I could make it still taste good. And I could. And so I just kept going and like experimenting more and more in that direction. So I'm guessing that was the inspiration then for um, your newest cookbook, your Simple Green Meals cookbook. Yeah, yeah, that's what it was. Yeah. And really like, I just, if it doesn't taste good, I'm not going to eat it. And there's so many nasty recipes out there, just to be honest, or they're, they make them taste good, but they're full of so much junk. And I just felt like we needed to cut through all of that and have like a really simple, nutritious, tasty way to eat. And so that's what I did with the book was like, just really focused on that and making it doable for families and like where their kids are going to be happy to eat the food too. Yeah. And I think too, what comes along with that is is a lot of people, when they hear the word plant-based, they're thinking, oh, that's going to be like super complex to make all my meals. And it really doesn't have to be. No. Yeah. You can really keep things simple, like roasted vegetables and like brown rice in the rice cooker is like pretty much, I eat that at least once a week. Mm -hmm. And that does not take much time at all. Mm -hmm. And then it's all about the sauces that you put on top where you can really start getting that flavor profile coming through. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I I hear that a lot. It's all about the sauce. And I feel like Mm -hmm. that too. I love, because you can have almost the same dish and then add a different sauce and it just totally changes the flavor of it. Yeah, absolutely. And I will say like, I I consider myself plant powered, Mm -hmm. even though for the, I'm about 90, 95% plant based. Mm -hmm. And that's mainly because there are times when I do crave red meat or eggs or just extra protein. And I used to, when I was a vegetarian, I was so strict on that. And I would be like, no, I'm not having any of that. 
but then I would eat a bowl of Lucky Charms. And so now I just really feel like if I am craving something, it, it's for a reason. And yes, I could do iron supplements or find another way to get that, but I'm not going to bash myself for giving into something that my body's craving on occasion. Right. And I a thousand percent agree with that is I am not at all either about restricting, like if I'm all about listening to your body and if your body is telling you that it needs something, then it probably needs something. Like we don't listen enough to the cues that our body is giving us. No. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Not at all. And that's our problem nowadays. Oh my goodness. Um, but yeah, no, that's great. I, I a thousand percent agree with that. Um, so your kids, so are they, are they pretty healthy eaters then would you say? Oh my gosh. There's, there's times where I'm so like, yes, they are like, they got this. And then there's these other times where it's horrific and they're like, so off the other side. But, um, I don't know. They're kids and I don't want to suffocate them and control them. I want them to educate. I want them to be educated and understand why I care so much about this mm-hmm. and to listen to their bodies. And they do. And so we always are talking about it. Um, one thing that I think is pretty cool that we do. So all year they don't get any junk cereal. Like I'm, I'm not into that. There's no more lucky charms in my house. (laughs) (laughs) None of that like chocolate chip cookie cereal either. (laughs) No, no. But I, I did the whole time I was pregnant. I ate lucky charms with my son. Like he literally was grown off of lucky charms. Um, but so they've never had that sugary cereal and their, their friends always have it. They're always talking about it. They're curious about it. And so a few years ago, we started doing around Christmas time where we do Christmas movie marathon day and we get up, everyone has to stay in their pajamas. There's no getting dressed all day. There's no leaving the house. And we just binge watch Christmas movies. And we, we create the schedule of what we're going to watch based on what everyone wants. And the night before this all happens, we usually after dinner, we get on our pajamas that we're going to wear the next day, put them on, we head to the grocery store. And I let them buy any kind of cereal, Pop-Tarts, Cookie Crisp, Frosted Flakes, Lucky Charms, all of it. Like anything they've ever wanted to try or that their friends are talking about, they get it. And we fill up the cart. It looks horrific. And I check out. <laughs> and like then the covering day, your face like, yeah. I know. I know. Me. <laughs> <laughs> and then the next day that we start the day eating it all. And it's it, the first time I was really scared. I was like, what did I just do? Like, this is going to make them just love this stuff. But by like, I think it was, we, we started around 7am. I think it was by two. My son, who was, he was nine at the time. He was like, mom, like, I don't feel that good. Can I have a green smoothie? And he literally went in the kitchen and made a smoothie. Oh my God. And, th- and that's when I knew like, you know, I'm doing it right. Even though I'm giving them this exposure and opportunity to, to try this other stuff. Like they know what makes them feel good because they've experienced the good stuff too. Mm-hmm. So that was pretty cool. Yeah. Oh my gosh. That's so awesome. I actually, um, and, and I do too. And I'm not one of those like super strict moms, like in, in the house, it's pretty much plant-based. Like we still might make chicken or something once in a while. Cause my husband likes to have it once in a while and the kids like to have it once in a while. And I yeah. want them to, like you said, I want them to be educated and know what it's like to live this healthful life. But I want to be able to provide them with the element of choice as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's just, it's so important. Kind of like with, you know, the cereal thing, they're choosing, they're trying, and then they're deciding, yeah. okay, do I want more of this? Do I not want more of this? And 
um, really just giving them that freedom is, is super important. Uh, but I caught my kids. They're so, oh my gosh, they're so cute. So my kids are four and five mm -hmm. and I was eating carrots and celery uh, a couple days ago and it was just sitting on the counter and I went back inside or yeah, I went back to, into the kitchen to grab more and the bowl was gone. I'm like, where <laughs> oh, I walk outside and my boys are sitting at their little picnic table, just like munching away on the carrots and celery. And they also stole the bowl of grapes out of the fridge. <laughs> All they had. And I'm like, what are you guys doing? They're like, we're having a picnic, mom. Can you get us some water? And I'm like, oh, oh my God. I was like, and it was one of those moments too, where I'm just like, this is the cutest <sighs> thing ever. And I'm just, they're having a picnic with carrot, celery, and grapes. Like, I just, I couldn't. Cutest <laughs> thing ever. <laughs> You're doing a good job. Yeah. Back in the day, that would have been goldfish crackers and like the high C juice boxes, mm -hmm. you know? Like, that's what we would have done. Absolutely. I know when you were saying, uh, whatever you said, I think. Ravioli. The yeah, the ravioli. <laughs> like, all I was thinking of like is the hot dogs and the mac and cheese. Like, oh. that was a staple in our house, you know, and the. Yeah. Uh, spaghettios like that's that was the norm when when we were kids yeah and like to be fair like they made it feel like that was a good choice like the marketing and all of that like this was new stuff and this was the way to eat like our parents were trying to do a good job and this is what they thought was the way mm -hmm. but now like we're the world is so much bigger and we have so much more research and understanding of what how much diet affects your future mm -hmm. and so now like it is more serious and I love that we know what works best for us and with cancer and everything and just diseases, like how we can build ourselves up to stand against it the strongest. So my, I have a history. My, my mom's had cancer. My dad's had cancer twice and um, my grandfather's have cancer. Like it's huge in my family and I'm just trying to do what I can to like try to prevent it or at least give it a shot, you know? And yeah. I think eating as many plants as we can is the best way to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I agree too. I, I follow, I don't know if you've heard of him. Um, Dr. William Lee, he has that new book out, Eat to Beat Disease. He's really mm -hmm. big into, I mean, that's all he does now, I think is research foods that are the strongest against protecting us against cancer. Mm -hmm. um, and I'm, I'm also an instructor for the T. Colin Campbell Center for Nutrition Studies plant-based certificate program. And, and he's obviously, Dr. Colin Campbell is, is very well known for his research against cancer. And it's just, it's just so cool to have all of this research around us now. Yeah. It's just, it really is such a gift. Yeah, it is. Well, and like, when we think about our food source and where we're getting things from, like when I'm eating vegetables and I think back to the source of it it's so happy to think it's like it came from a garden grown in earth that's been like infused with compost from natural organisms and like that feels good and like grown by the sun and the water versus like a, a cattle field or chicken farm or things like that where I and sometimes yeah they're not as depressing as most are but for the most part those things are not grown the way I would want to think of when I'm eating my food yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So I think it's easy being a busy mom um, that we tend to make excuses for not taking care of ourselves. Mm -hmm. So in your journey along the way, like what are some things that maybe you have found helpful or some ways maybe you've like drawn the line, like, look, this is just what I need to do for me or my family. I mean, what, what kind of things have worked for you? What suggestions do you have for people? Yeah. I mean, for years I put myself last. And I didn't realize it because I was still 
doing things that seemed like they were for me. Um, because I, I like a clean house, so I'd be cleaning the house so I could have it clean for myself. Um, but that is not self-care <laughs> as much as like moments, like once it's clean, I'm like, Oh, it feels so good. Like that is just sanity. And I think we get confused between the two at points. So for me, like one of my self-care items is a shower by myself. Like the shower is like my sacred space. And I'm like, no one comes in the shower with me. No husband. I'm sorry. Like (laughs) for me, that is my self-care zone where it's just for me. (laughs) And then also, um, like, I think it it got to a point where I was able to do more. And I think it's because my kids are older now too. When they're really little, it is so hard to find time for yourself beyond the shower. And I think it's just a season and you have to be okay with that and just realize it's going to pass as long as you are planning on it passing and not accepting this as like who you are, like a a rug to get walked all over. Um, But really you're there to take care of your kids and that is empowering. But now my kids are in school and I work from home and I just have more flexibility with my schedule. And so I, I spent some time with a personal development coach figuring out like what I cared about, what what excited me because really nothing did anymore. It was more of just like, I don't know, like just going to bed early excites me, getting more sleep. And my husband, on the other hand, he is so passionate about so many things. And like he, he learned to juggle. He likes doing gymnastics exercises, things where I'm like, how how do you even think of this stuff? Yeah. Yeah. And so I kind of went on that journey too. And realized I thought back to when I was a kid and the things that I love to do and felt like were just freeing. And one of them was I loved being around airplanes and the airfield was just something that always felt freeing to me. My husband, well, my dad worked for an aerospace company. And so we grew up in Los Angeles around airplanes and we'd go to air shows and I'd fly on little planes every once in a while. And so I decided for myself, that was something I needed to explore more of. And no, it made, it made no sense. I'm like, I was like a 34 year old mom, like <laughs> working. And I just said one day, I'm going to go take a discovery flight and fly an airplane. And I did it. Like I, my friends were visiting us and Ryan and I, and my whole family was there and they saw me get in the plane and just take off. Mm-hmm. And it was so cool because there was, there was no reason for it. There was no justification. It wasn't to further my career. It wasn't to make more money. It was literally just for joy. Mm -hmm. And that's when it really felt like it was self-care because it didn't produce any results that benefited others. It was just what it was, was joy. Mm -hmm. So I think that's kind of how I've learned to like figure out what self-care is to me now. Mm -hmm. And it's gone beyond that where I I started getting into running again, which was something I loved to do as a kid. In high school, I was on cross country. And so I started running a few years ago and um, it's gotten to the point where like yesterday I got up at 3.15 in the morning with my girlfriend. She has two kids too. Her parents were watching the kids and we got up at 3.15. She came to my house at four o'clock and we went running and did 24 miles before like the world was even like moving. Oh my gosh. That's so cool. It was. Oh my God. If I lived by it, I'd be like, Jen, you better call me next time. <laughs> I know. Well, this summer, Buffalo, hello. We could go for a run. Can we please? Oh my gosh. I know like a million spots. All right. Okay. I'm excited now. I'm super excited. <laughs> like, it's starting to just get nice in Buffalo. Like today there's actually sunshine. So I'm like. I'm oh, nice. 
Yeah. yeah we don't see well, and like with the running part for me, like it, it's totally selfish and it's just what I need. Like it's for me. But what surprises me is I'm a better person because of it. Like I'm so much more calm. I'm so, so much more rational. I don't like trigger as quickly because there's times when it would get a little hectic and I'd lose my cool. Um, so I feel like it really has benefited the whole family. And my kids are at school, like bragging to their teachers about their mom who's out running right now. Like, so it's like, they're proud of me too. And it's, it's showing them a different way of living. Whereas if I just stayed home and was resentful or just like dragging my feet around or doing the laundry and just not smiling, like that's all they would know for their future. So I have to show them like a different path through what I love to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Everything you're saying, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is, this is so awesome. <laughs> it's just, it's so true. We don't, you know, your kids, they're, they're watching you. They're looking up to you to yeah. be the example and you're, you're showing them or you're, well, you're showing them and you're creating that foundation that they're going to build off of. So which way do you want them to go? What do you want them to see? Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's, it's great. Yeah. All right. So I want to talk about your Simple Green Smoothies website. And wait, before before I start. So this wasn't a question, but I just have to ask. <laughs> <laughs> do you do your own photography or no? No, I don't. <laughs> In the beginning, I did. So when we started, it was me doing it all. But um, we got to a point where we started like having guest bloggers. Mm-hmm. And I would pick guest bloggers based on their photography. Because I went to school for art, and so I know – graphic design and stuff. So I really care about that. Mm-hmm. And so I found this one mommy blogger that I just loved so much. So I had her guest post and eventually I was like, I just need her all the time, like working with me. Yeah. And so not only does she take the photo, she really creates most of the recipes for us too now. Cause oh. she, she's better than I am. Like she's amazing. And her name's Lindsay Johnson. If anyone wants to know. I say If anyone's looking for a food photographer, but yeah, I mean, the pictures are just I mean, they're amazing. They're so bright, so colorful, just like, oh my gosh. So I, I've, I'm like, if she takes her own pictures, no. either way, I'm <laughs> jealous because I wish I had that knack because it's just gorgeous because it just draws, I mean, what you do in your message anyways draws you in, but then you have these bright, colorful pictures that just automatically make you happy when you look at them. Yeah. Thank you. So, well, yeah. I really feel it has to be a great experience. Like I, that's what I want. I want you to come to our site and just, even if you don't even make that smoothie, you just feel healthier because you've landed on our site and it's kind of planted that seed for you mm-hmm. that like, this could be a good thing. Mm-hmm. So what are talking about that? So I know you have a few programs on your website that maybe people they're they're thinking of just getting started. And I think the things that you offer are an awesome place to start. So tell us about um, those, what you offer on your website. Yeah. So if you are starting out where I was like loving my bowls of Lucky Charms, Taco Bell in that space and have not even ventured into really plant-based foods at all, I would start with our seven day green smoothie challenge, which is called Simple Seven. And that's completely free. This is really where my passion started, where it's just taking you into this world to help you fall in love with green smoothies like I did. So it's seven recipes using seven ingredients. And I challenge you to do it for seven straight days and see how great you feel. And all the recipes kids love, husbands love, you're going to love. So there's no fear of that part. Um, So feel free to even double them so you can share some of them with your loved ones. (laughs) So that's where I would start and just help you see and start nourishing your body in that way. 
if you've already kind of, you get the green smoothies or drinking smoothies um, and you want to go more plant-based, we have a seven day reset, which is seven days of purely plant-based eating. So you're going to start with a green smoothie for breakfast. We have snacks. We'll teach you how to make like your own trail mix using really delicious seasonings um, and herbs. And then um, lunch is also a smoothie. So it's super quick. Like if you're on the go or working, you can blend your smoothie in the morning, have a second one for lunch and be totally healthy. Um, and then dinner is a plant-based meal. So some of them are like roasted vegetables. Um, there's tacos, there's salads, there's soups. So it really just kind of gives you an overview of what life can be like plant-based and how delicious it is. Mm -hmm. And then there's a dessert every night too. Just if you, if you need it, if you have a sweet tooth, um, it's a spiced almond milk drink. That's really delicious. So that's a great way to go. Um, and it's really clean. Like you, for the most part, if you do need to lose a few pounds or you're dealing with inflammation or bloating, it will kind of trigger that for you. Mm -hmm. And if you really want to go all the way, you're just like, I am so over this. Like, I'm so tired. I know I eat like crap and I need to change and I'm willing to do what it takes. We have a 21 day program, which is like full immersion into plant-based eating. And you will have, I think it's about 50 recipes under your belt within the 21 days. So I, it's really a cooking school at the same time. Mm -hmm. And that's where it really changes your life. And we have, we've had 25,000 people graduate from the program and they are just plant-based foodies. They feel so much better. They've lost the weight they've been trying to. So, um, and we do offer seasonal versions of each of these. So depending on where you live and what time of the year it is, you can do our summer, winter, spring, or autumn version for them. Mm -hmm. And then it, it makes it more affordable because you can get ingredients that are in season where you live and just easier to find too. Yeah. Yeah. That's awesome. And, and, as far as when you were talking about your, your seven day thing and then your other, and then you kind of progressed into the programs, I feel like when you adopt more plant-based foods, like it really only takes about a week for you to start feeling better. And then you yeah. want to continue. Oh, oh yeah. It's addictive. It is. Like when you're like this delicious food I'm putting in my mouth right now is actually making me feel better, giving me more energy. My skin looks better. Like you just, the results keep going. And all you're doing is eating. Whereas before, like we used to think to feel good, you had to starve yourself or diet or like, and it's so wrong. Like you're never going to get results. You're never going to stick with it. You're going to be miserable. Like your kids are going to hate you. Whereas plant-based eating this way, it's really exciting for the whole family, the whole way through. Mm -hmm. Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's just, it's a whole new way of living. It really is. And, and you tie in the other components of what you're eating, how that impacts the world around you too. And it's just... I don't know. So you just feel so whole. I don't know. <laughs> it's like, it's such a cliche term, but, but really that's, I don't know. That's how I feel. But. Yeah. And I mean, I'm not perfect at all. And I, I've already shared that. Like I still, I'll get ice cream every once in a while. Like whatever I feel like I'm going to do it just cause like I have these memories as a kid too, like Sour Patch Kids is something that every once in a while, I just got to have Sour Patch Kids or Good and Plenty's and that's okay. Like I think that's where because we have such a strong foundation of nutrition under us by eating this way for the most part, doing those occasional indulgences is not going to mess us up. We're st our bodies are strong at this point and fit and just very balanced that you can do that and not go off the wagon too hard. Yeah, absolutely. It's just your routine now is to 
is to incorporate all these healthy foods and live this healthy lifestyle. And then, like you said, every once in a while, you just, you know, you, if you want it, you have it and you don't feel bad about yeah. it. Yeah. Like I'll make hummus. Like I have this great recipe I love. It's called herbalicious hummus. And I just pack in the herbs with it and then I'll dip it with Doritos. <laughs> and I'm just like, I don't quite know if that's healthy ish or if it's like just unhealthy at this point, but it happens. And I'm like, you know what? Today, this just sounded good. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I agree. I agree. So tell us what um, the name of your website is. Yes. So the website, simplegreensmoothies.com. We just relaunched it. It was redone over the course of the last few months, but it came out this weekend. So literally it's brand new at this point. And we are in the process. Yeah, you, you should. It's so fun. Like it's more interactive. (laughs) Oh, (laughs) well, and we made a whole recipe section where like, if you're gluten-free, um, you can search just based on that. If you're paleo, if you're just trying to find spring recipes, so based on the season, like you can filter through that. So it really just kind of simplified like how to find stuff through the blog because we have hundreds of recipes on there at this point. Yeah. yeah. And we're working on a shop. So I'm making like mason jars and cute um, bamboo wood lids and stainless steel straws and like really cool colors. Oh, that's awesome. Yeah. I'm having fun. Yeah. I know you have a couple of things on there now. Don't you have like a bag that you can get? Yeah bag and yeah something else too maybe I'm but um yeah oh I'm looking forward to it I'll definitely have to check it out that's like where I'm going immediately after we end this <laughs> interview <laughs> um awesome and then your new cookbook of course I want to bring that up simple green meals it's called correct yes yep okay. so that was a best-selling book and we also have simple green smoothies too so between those two books like you literally should have a pretty solid plant-based foundation and they're just great to keep on hand for when you're not sure what to make for dinner. Um, I, I even have weekly meal plans in it with shopping lists if you want to like use that to get started too. Mm-hmm. Yeah, a lot of people are looking for that. Um, so your Simple Green Smoothies book, is that is that just smoothies or are there other food items in there as well? Yeah, that one's just smoothies, smoothie bowls, um, and popsicles. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, there's something else. What was it? Cool. That's awesome. All right. Well, this was great. I feel like I could talk to you forever, but um, (laughs) thank you so much for taking the time to be here. This was, this was great. Of course, Emily. It was awesome for me too. We will reunite this summer, right? Yes, absolutely. I'm, I'm so excited about this. So if you want to find out more about Jen Hansard and Simple Green Smoothies, you can check out her full bio, which will be in the episode description. And I want to thank everyone again for listening and we'll talk to you soon. Bye.